Yes, and we are rolling. Episode 9, The Fitness Zone. We've almost hit double digits. I think we are definitely making our way up that uh, The Fitness Over 60 list. We're in the, we got to crack the top 10 by now. We had to up. We were number 12 out of 18 slash 20. And so I think we're just moving up the charts. On the way to week. number one. Yeah, we're week. just... Just like just like the fitness zone, just slow and steady. Be slow, consistent. Slow and steady. Just get That's it. Right. Just get it done. Look your best. So we learned about our bones last week. Bone loss, muscle tissue, keeping ourselves in shape as we age. What's that fancy word that you called it, Chris? Sarcopenia. Yeah, the sarcopenia. Did our boom, research. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I just like to throw those in there to uh, you know, help you feel like uh Extra smart, extra smart. Exactly, that's a big uh, word. Yeah, had a had a great weekend. Just did some bike riding. Nothing too crazy for me this week. Uh, what about yourself? Trained uh, trained seventy people last week. That's pretty much what I do. <laughs> Fifteen on Friday. Nice. Six so on you Saturday. slept? No, nah, so sleep. No, nah, I sleep. Yeah. No, no, nah, I train people all freaking day. That's all I do. What about the weekend though? I train people Saturday and Sunday now. The, all right, all right. Well, then you need to get some sleep. We'll have to do a whole episode on sleep. Yeah, we, we got a super fun episode today. Something I've been looking forward to talking about. It's a little bit of fitness outside the box. We are going to talk about American Ninja Warrior. We're going to talk about being on the show, training, training for the show, um, and how you, the listener, can get yourself into the ninja lifestyle. And uh, it's a great workout, something you can do with the family. What I love about it is that it's fun. You don't even think you're working out. But at the same time, you are burning and fatiguing, full body workout, tons of core, burning lots of calories, burning fat, and having fun with a smile on your face. So today we're going to talk about my time on American Ninja Warrior and how you, the listener, can have some fun being a ninja yourself. So, Chris, have you seen any episodes of American Ninja Warrior? Ten years ago, it was like the, as you couldn't even find it on the channel. So I don't know what the tipping point was where it made mainstream, but then it was everywhere. So what was that tipping point that made it mainstream? But it's like we wrote this. It, that was the perfect lead in. So let me give you a little background. American Ninja Warrior is a straight ripoff of a show from Japan called Sasuke. Um, they basically ripped it off, brought it over here to the United States, and it was on a small cable network called G4 for a long time. So that was seasons one through four on G4. Then NBC, it started to get some ratings. A funny little story, um, G4 was about to go defunct, and they had filmed the season finale of season four, and no, actually it might have been season three, three or four, they filmed the season finale, and the station was going defunct and they were like, we have the season finale of our, one of our most popular shows on this network and we have no place to air it. So they basically gave it to NBC for free and NBC was like, yeah, we'll put it on Saturday afternoon. They put it on like Saturday, like 1 PM up against like golf or whatever, what else was going on other networks, no advertising. They just threw this thing, American Ninja Warrior on NBC Saturday. It was the number one show for them that day. So they were like, oh, my God, we got something here. NBC uh, ended up buying the show, and that's when it transitioned from G4 to what you see now on, on NBC. So I actually had one more season air on G4 because I guess it was already taped, already in the can. And then season five is when it got moved to a primetime show. That was 2013, Monday night's primetime show, up against the number one Monday night show, The Bachelor, Bachelorette. So that was season five of the show. 
actually had great ratings. And then going into the tipping point, as you mentioned, that is where Ninja Warrior became kind of a almost household name. Season six, the Casey Catanzaro episode. Season six was the episode. It was the season I was on. Uh, I just got super lucky, happened to be on the Dallas episode. And that was the episode that launched American Ninja Warrior into the, the frenzy that it is today. When little Casey Catanzaro, and I hate to say the word little, like she's little because she's only five feet tall. I think she was 25 at the time. First woman ever to complete a course on American Ninja Warrior. First woman to make it up the 14-foot warped wall. Boom. She went highlight clips all over the place on Good Morning America on the, the qualifier course. And then on the, the next course, the city final course, which is in, in real time, it was taped the next day in Dallas. But it airs like six weeks later. She was the first woman ever to finish a city finals course. And so she was all over the news. The clips got played all over YouTube, social media, and American Ninja Warrior blew up and for a short time actually took over the number one rated TV show on Monday nights, beat The Bachelor, Bachelorette. And that's when American Ninja Warrior blow up. So that's probably about the time you started hearing about it and started watching it around 2014. I got to pull that up. I got to pull up. I got to watch a five foot girl. How in the heck does she get up a 14 foot wall? I got to go YouTube that. Casey Catanzaro is an amazing athlete. Gymnast? Yeah. background? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So gymnast, uh, gymnastics was her background. And uh, I'll, re- I'll reveal some American Ninja Warrior secrets here. What was amazing about what Casey did and why it'll never be repeated, little insider secret, they changed the women, did not do the same course as the men. They would change the obstacles, make them closer, smaller, shorter for the female competitors. This course in Dallas just happened to be there was nothing that they could adjust for Casey. So the women ran the exact same course as the men and she finished it, which had blew everybody away. Cause at that time, the women in the sport were not even, they, there was only very few women in the sport. Now the women in the sport are just as strong as the men. It's pretty amazing. And that's how the sport has moved in what, uh, five, six years. But at the time in 2014, Casey ran a exact same course as the men finished it, finished the city qualifier, the six obstacle course, and then the city finals, which is a 10 obstacle course, finished them both, uh, made it to the finals in Las Vegas. So it was a huge deal all over the place. And that's what got the name American Ninja Warrior into the homes of Americans uh, so they can fall in love with the sport. I just love whenever they pan to their girlfriends or their wives and the crowd, and they're all just like jumping up and down in the static position like, <laughs> yeah uh you know what's even funny about that is uh <laughs> um a lot of that b-roll stuff is shot like before the competitors are on the course and so yeah. they fixed they they cut that all together like during editing so there's actually been uh editing errors on the show where they'll cut to a shot of the crowd and the competitor that's on the course is in that shot of the crowd <laughs> It's so fast. Like that guy to, is quick. He's so good. <laughs> you really have to know who to look for and like have to know all the ninjas, um, all the athletes very well to be like, hey, why is, uh, why is Brett in the crowd? Wait, Brett's supposed to be on the course. Why is he over there in the crowd? So that's I got into the show. Let me just kind of back it up a little bit and bring it back to bring, – bring this story back to myself. So that's a little history on American Ninja Warrior. My background, we've talked about this before. I got into fitness. 17, 18 years old, just started working out to get in shape Then got into some modeling and some bodybuilding and personal training. Did that for about 10 years. 
And then I started kind of getting tired of the constant um, having to eat and feed and train because naturally my body didn't want to carry 200 pounds. Um, I'm, a, I'm a thinner guy in my body. It was just work for me to, to stay in the 200-pound range. So I started moving into calisthenics, and then I found the show American Ninja Warrior, and I was like, man, I think I can do that. So just like any reality show, you have to audition. I auditioned for season five. This was 2013. I did not get selected for the show. I re-auditioned for season six in 2014. got selected for the show. And that's how I was cast on the show as the first comedian to ever compete on NBC's American Ninja Warrior. Um, so that was my story to get me on the show. One little nugget about American Ninja Warrior that a lot of people don't think about is that it's a reality show before it's an athletic competition. So getting cast is all about your story. Chris, if you were going to be on American Ninja Warrior, what would your background story be? The Ninja Warrior story. Um, if you were on the show, you know, when, when a competitor's about to run the course, they always have that little video of their background story. So mine was the first comedian ever to compete on the show. So yeah. that, was, that was my story. If you were going to be on American Ninja Warrior, what would, what would your story be? What would casting put you as? I, th I think it would be the bodybuilding, backflipping bartender. Because whenever the, I was bar... Yep, say it again. There we go. The bodybuilding, backflipping bartender. The alliteration. Exactly. Because when I used to bartend, I used to do all the flip and flare stuff and and I would do backflips and do all the flip and flare. But <clears throat> yeah, and uh, when I used to dive off diving boards, I could do triple gainers and oh, triple backflips. And there you know, we go. So, so that's that's the background story. That's how you get cast on American Ninja Warrior. They would cut to your footage of you and Tom Cruise in the movie Cocktail. Just uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he, rep he wouldn't be for only old people. He wouldn't. That's not. Hold on a second now. The no, movie cocktail. Would, no bot. No backflipping though. I mean, shit. I was the only one doing the backflipping back then. But no, I think they would be showing me doing my my triple gainers off the high board and my okay. slalom skiing and my foot. You know, barefoot skiing. Just an yeah. athlete, man. Just a beast. Yeah. So going back to my story, that's how I got cast on the show. First comedian ever. Uh, it helped my background was fitness, so I was in shape. Um, and at this time in 2014, there was no ninja gyms, uh, at least not in Dallas, Fort Worth. Everyone was having to drive down to Houston to could train with Sam San. He was an American Ninja Warrior legend. He'd been on the show forever. He had one of the only ninja gyms in the United States, which is about four hours away in Houston. Um, so I got cast on the show. I did actually did very well. Um, if you want to see my clips from the show, they're all on my website. TysonPfeiffer.com, or if you can't spell Pfeiffer, TysonTheComic.com, uh, or you could just Google Tyson American Ninja Warrior. It'll come up. I have all my clips from American Ninja Warrior and other reality shows I've been on on there. Um, but bring this back to the fitness zone. My first season on the show, I had no ninja training at all. Basically, just went straight off of my physical background being a being an athlete and the years of training bodybuilding staying in shape I actually did pretty well on the show and then i went back for season seven in 2015 and this is when i really got serious into ninja uh, met some other cast members from the show and we would make a trip probably once or twice a month uh down to sam sands we'd leave here like four or five in the morning drive the four hours Stay there at his gym, uh, you know, eight hours and just training all day and then drive back. So we had like a super long 16-hour um, day of just driving, ninja, and back. And we thought it was the greatest thing ever. 
be able to jump on some obstacles that were similar in technique and skill that we use on the show American Ninja Warrior. Um, bouncing this back to, to you, Chris, have you ever done any uh, bouldering rock climbing? Yes. The rock climbing actually was easy. In fact, I, one time I did it, my son and I were racing the thir- a 30-year-old, and we're, he was probably like 10 and I was older, so of course I beat him. But I just I just went up with my hands. I really didn't even use my feet. I mean, at that oh, so time, I was I used my I used my whole body, my upper body strength. Yeah, so you're doing top rope though. You were strapped in. No, no, I just you're doing bouldering. Side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, okay. not a boulder. Hold on a second. Was that no? That so bouldering is means when you're not you're not strapped in. Yeah, I probably so, was strapped in. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, liability reasons. And a bouldering course. Uh, most likely you wouldn't be able to just fly up there without using your feet. It's no, almost impossible. Yeah. So you were doing top rope. Um, yeah. So bouldering is a little different. That's where you're holding all your body weight with your hands and feet, holding on to specific grips to make your way through the route. No. Anyway, bringing this circling back, um, I super got into Ninja and this is where into the fitness zone. I want to tell the listeners, if you are interested in training outside the box and wanting to do something like American Ninja Warrior, like some rock climbing, a different way to get some exercise in, find a local climbing gym. Here in DFW, we have Summit, uh, we have Oso in the Design District. There's, there's quite a few out there. Um, and go do, some, go do some rock climbing, just like Chris talked about uh, going with your kids. It's a great family sport. Uh, you can bring the kids out there, and you'll get such a workout. And you think, oh, I'm not lifting weights, I'm not pushing anything around. But just having to use your body weight, yeah. uh, calisthenic type workouts, holding on to tiny little grips and making your way up and down a wall, it's such a great, fun workout. And it's not even the strength, it's the forearm pump that I got, you know, halfway up and my hands are cramping and my forearms are pumped up and stuff. And that's, I think that's what, if I kept training, that's what you have to kind of train through, right? Yeah. I mean, the more so- you train, I mean, when you first do it, of course, you're going to have cramps in the fingers and the hands and the forearms, but that's, that's really why you have to train for this, right? Yeah. But, but just bringing it back to anyone listening, if they want to go rock climbing, they have um, big, easy holes that are considered a V zero, like beginner, but you, big chunky holes for your hands and feet. You can just climbing up and down the walls and learning that body awareness and, and using your core and um, being able to shift your weight left and right to be able to, to climb up and down these, you know, fake rocks attached to a wall is a, is a super fun time. Now, you can take it even to the next level. This is what I'm excited to talk about. We have American Ninja Warrior style gyms that you can just walk into and it looks just like the show American Ninja Warrior. You get to play uh, and train on obstacles that are very, very similar to what you would see on the show. So I actually moved here from California during the pandemic to open a ninja gym, working with a company called Ninja Nation. We got two locations here in DFW. Uh, Mine is the Murphy location. We also have one in Frisco. And this place is amazing. You walk in, it looks just like the show American Ninja Warrior. One reason that it does is our obstacle designer is Jeff Britton. And if anybody's a big fan of the show, Jeff Britton many considered to be the first ever winner of American Ninja Warrior. This was on season seven. He was the only person to complete every single course all season and complete the finals course in Las Vegas. And when no one had ever done that before, it just so happened this season that another guy named Isaac Caldero 
also made it to the finals in Vegas, even though he didn't complete one of his courses in the earlier rounds. And he finished the final obstacle, a 75-foot vertical rope climb, faster than Jeff, and so he won the million dollars. And at that time, nobody had even made it that far in any season of American Ninja Warrior. Um, so they were not prepared to have two two guys make it there. <laughs> they were prepared to have a million dollars. No. <laughs> Hold on. That's part of the story. Um, so, like, they went – I was there in Las Vegas uh, when they taped this. They didn't have stage four, the final road climb. They didn't have it ready because no one had ever made it there. They didn't think anyone was going to make it there. And then season two guys made it there. And the fact that two guys made it and both finished it, the way the rules of the show were written, that there was no splitting the prize money. So even uh-huh. though technically Jeff did it first and he completed all his courses that season, Isaac had a faster time up the rope to hit the buzzer on that. Because uh, the 75-foot rope climb, they only had one rope. So it's one person at a time. They were not expecting two people to make it there. So Jeff had to go first and then Isaac went second. Isaac had a faster time. According to the rules, he wins a million dollars, even though Jeff did it first. Circle this story back to Jeff Britton. He is our designer at Ninja Nation, and that's why the obstacles in Ninja Nation look just like the show American Ninja Warrior and you walk in. If you're a fan of the show, your eyes just get really big, and you're like, oh, my God, I want to play on this stuff. So, I mean, like you say, it's just one at a time. I mean, so they have different areas, and I'm trying to figure out how you would uh, – because one person is going to be – I've seen American Ninja Warrior. I don't see how, many, how you could have two or three people doing it at the same time. So you have different obstacles in different parts of the facility. Bouncing around two different things. So the one at a time was on the actual show, taping American Ninja Warrior. Uh, the final course in Las Vegas is broken down into four stages. Stage one, two, three, and four. Stage four is the rope climb where only one person goes at a time. The other stages are just the typical obstacle course that you would see on the show. So at Ninja Nation, it looks just like the show. There's, it's like a long obstacle course with different obstacles with uh, various degrees of difficulty from yeah. beginner, intermediate, to advanced. And you can go through, you can have several people on the course at the same time. So it's not one at, one at a time. Mm. Um, I was just referencing the taping of the show, which is one at a time, obviously, for production reasons. They need to have just the cameras focused on one person so they can edit it and all this stuff. Bring this back full circle to training, outside the box training. I'm highly recommending um, if anyone is on their fitness journey and they want to do something different. They want to do something with their family. They got the, uh, the Chris family walk on Fridays. What, what were you calling that again? Family fitness Friday, family fitness Friday. Yeah. That's all about right. that alliteration, like the backflip Bart was bodybuilding, bodybuilding back and bartender, backflip and bartender that does family fitness Friday. That's right. <laughs> um, so by, Frank, by Frank over 40. <laughs> by Frank over 40. So I part of my fitness program now is still ninja training. I like to go into these ninja arenas and swing on the obstacles and do jumps, jump on the trampolines, run the warped walls, um, swing around on all the monkey bars because it is such an intense workout. If I'm there ninja training in one hour, I can burn a thousand calories, which sounds insane. It's just, but it really happens because it's such a you spike and you peak for such a, an intense moment, whether you're climbing something or you're swinging through some monkey bars or, or jumping around through an obstacle, um, and then you rest. And so your heart rate comes back down. So that constant, your heart rate just going up and down, peaking and then relaxing. For me, for my body type, it's a killer workout, and I burn a ton of calories. Um, it kind of moves us into next week. The next week's uh, podcast is going to be over. 
HIT or burst training like you're talking about versus it, slow steady state cardio. Exactly. So that's yeah. see how we see how we make these shows all linked together. Get Bam. these li- listeners tuned in. Boom. Um, so I want if anybody has any questions on uh, American Ninja Warrior, send us an email askthefitnesszone at gmail.com or hit us up at Twitter um, at the Fitness Zone um, or hit up DSP Media and hit and uh, send us a question. Um, I love this style of training because I think it's fun. And just like the why I mountain bike, why I run OCR, why I do Ninja. Um, for me, fitness over 40 is all about having fun while working out. I still, as we talked about in one episode, I still do stereotypical weight training three days a week. Um, but the other days I'm training, I'm doing something fun. I am riding my bike. I am doing Ninja outside, running a, running a trail, uh, run uh, Arbor Hills and DFW a lot. I am doing exercise that is fun. And that's the key for fitness success for me at 40 years old is finding things that I enjoy, finding things that are fun um, to help keep me in shape. And that's why I was super excited to talk about this episode. Fitness outside the box, right? You don't have to be in the gym. You don't have to be in a studio. You don't have to be a home gym or at your apartment gym. You don't have to be lifting weights or pushing, pushing pushing and pulling the bands or have any expensive equipment, you can just go to a climbing gym, go to a ninja gym, go outside and have fun. That's what I was super excited to tell you guys today. American Ninja Warrior is a huge fitness outlet for me, and uh, I want to kind of just share that passion, and hopefully some listeners are want to get excited and go hit a ninja gym and do some obstacle training and bring your, bring your kids, have some fun. And uh, it's like the Family Fitness Friday, but you can do it any day of the week, any day of the week. You can have Family Family Fitness Monday. You can do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ninja Nation's open. We have several uh, Ninja Warrior style gyms in DFW, so you don't just have to come hang out at the one that I that you'll see me at. But we have some great facilities all over DFW. It doesn't matter what part you're in, or if you're not in DFW, just Google in your hometown. You might not even know you have one. You might have one. American Ninja Warrior style gym or obstacle course gym. A lot of times you can even take classes there. You can take classes to help develop skills or you can just go in and play open gym. Just get in there and get your body moving, burn some calories, have some fun. And that's my goal is to have everybody listen to this podcast on their fitness journey. Start to have fun with fitness. Before you know it, you don't even think you're working out. You're just having fun. Yeah, I think some of my stuff is that's a little extreme for me because I think I have too many injuries like my yeah. leg, my shoulders and my you know, I just had back surgery and I just had neck surgery. So it's a little bit intense for me, right? There's still um, things you could do, though. There's still there things is you a, could do. Yeah, but, there's a lot of balance obstacles you can walk on. And walking on, um, walking over an obstacle that you have to balance on um, using a lot of core. A lot of core, yeah. a lot of leg muscles. You don't have to do the upper, all the upper body strength where you're swinging around like a little monkey. Well, you, you can't see right now, but on my elbows, my son and I, we decided to go down a hill. On those discs, remember I was telling you about the discs? You can't see my elbows, though, because it's covered up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, halfway down a disc, we're flipping. We're, we're, falling, we're rolling. But we're trying to ski down the hill on these discs at 50. I think some of my stuff to be, that I enjoy is, I mean, I do still love being in the gym. Um, I like my circus style to kind of training versus the regular gym training. I'm not a, you know, to be honest with you, I don't even go to the real gym anymore. I do it all in my studio, but I love, I love fishing. There you go. <laughs> that's a sport. I love fishing. I love kayaking. 
I love uh, uh, golf. Some people wouldn't call that a sport, but to me, it's the hardest sport. It uses every muscle there is in the body. Especially and, if you're walking the course. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, you know, hard sports like ping pong and things like that, you know. The, the, the ping pong? <laughs> yeah, ping pong. That's a tough sport. You're still, you're up, you're moving around. Exactly. Right. That's what we're all about here on the fitness zone. We're going to have actually you, her name's uh, Yulene Espinoza. She's from Florida. She's a kind of a mind body connection. Uh, she works with a lot of athletes, uh, you know, on visualization. She's, it's more of a holistic kind of a training. I'm excited. Uh, she's yeah. a very, very smart, edu- smart girl. I love her. Um, yes. Yeah. She's going to be great. And I think you're going to have somebody come in. I am going to have another comedian that has a fitness podcast. He talks a lot. He's also over 40. He talks a lot about having to stay fit on the road, different ways to work out while having to travel, which I know is a a common issue with many people, especially with the the world kind of opening up again. People are going to start to travel. So that's this episode of The Fitness Zone, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Um, We're all about exposing you to new fun ways to stay fit and fabulous over 40, 50, 60 um and just having fun speaking of having fun cavla for men powered by testofen yes it's cavla for men powered by testofen cavla is a safe powerful effective and designed to help you increase your circulation and blood flow cavla for men is a natural anabolic enhancer that burns away stubborn belly fat restores lost energy and even helps build strength and lean muscle but more importantly cavla for men can give you back that confidence you need for better physical, mental performance at work, home, and in that bedroom. So optimize your physical performance, build stronger, leaner muscles, improve your mood, feel younger, stronger with Cavla for Men. That's Cavla, K-A-V-L-A, Cavla. Cavla for Men. Find it on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Amazon. Google it up, CavlaForMen.com. And after you take your Cavla, you'll have the energy to go and play some golf. We have uh, other sponsors, Highlands Golf Performance Center here in North Dallas. It's the premier golf practice facility. They have 65 grass tees, two practice putting services, a short game area, bunker areas with two types of sand. Looking for a place to bring your family, do a team building event. They have an 18-hole mini course. Uh, We have covered heating, so it's the best place you can practice rain, sleet, or snow. We can come here and practice to get your game year-round. And just added a new indoor putting area with all the new putting technology. They have PGA teaching pros to get your golf game where it needs to be. They have a TPI certified golf fitness instructor, which is me, Chris Ombi. You can go to chrisombi.com to get your body in shape for the perfect golf swing. We're located on Trinity Mills in Carrollton in between Midway and Marsh. Make sure you tell them that the fitness zone sent you. Give them a call at 972-733-4111. 972-733-4111 or check them out at the web at highlandspgc.com That's it guys. We'll see you next time. Out. Outro music. Cue it up. Bow chicka bow wow. Bow bow. <laughs> Alright man, that was a good one.